Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo. Well, how about that for a bounce back game? The Warriors got smacked by the Bucks, and then now they smacked the hell out of the Chicago Bulls, who themselves had gotten smacked on Wednesday night by the Brooklyn Nets. So a lot of smacking going on this week in the NBA. This was a fun game to watch, obviously, for Warriors fans. Probably pretty boring for just general NBA fans and Bulls fans in particular. But this is great, you know? Now they are 1-2 and two on this road trip, and they have a good shot at beating the Minnesota Timberwolves with a day off. Clay obviously didn't play in this one, and Steph only played 28, Poole played 29, Looney played 24, Iguodala only played 11, and they got a lot of bench scoring. The story of the night is, of course, Jonathan Kaminga. He was 10 for 12, 2 for 4 from 3. He only had 3 rebounds. He had 3 assists, though, and he had 3 blocks, 25 points on the night. He was plus 22. So he got a ton of minutes, of course, because not only is Draymond out, but Gary Payton II was also out. So he had an opportunity. And also, Steve Kerr didn't play Juan Toscano Anderson until it was pretty much garbage time, which I love because I felt that JTA hasn't been playing well, especially on the road as of late. And Jonathan Kaminga in that Bucks game, like I said in the previous episode, even though it was in garbage time, he played hard. He went after it and he continued tonight. He obviously shot a lot better and he showed out to the ESPN audience. He had some really (laughs) impressive plays, not just the dunks, but the defense, just like in the first game in San Francisco against the Bulls, he played solid defense on DeMar DeRozan. That game way back when was impressive because it was like, wow, as a rookie, he can stay in front of DeRozan and someone as shifty with as many veteran moves as DeRozan has. He was able to not go for his fakes, stay in front of him. A lot of times make him pass the ball. Other things you see about him... There was that one steal he had. It was a breakaway. If you go back and watch it, Lonzo Ball put his head down and just tried to chase him down, and he couldn't. I mean, that just shows you Kaminga's speed. The fact that a guard could not catch him in a dead sprint. Kaminga's fast, he's quick, and he has long strides too, so that bodes well. You also saw that he was able to go both left and right on his dribble drives comfortably each way. He did well off of the high screen and roll with Steph, where Steph sets a pick, and his defender and Kaminga's defender both stay with Steph, and Kaminga takes off, (laughs) and he showed that his shot is improving. Like I've said before, he never seemed to have a broken shot. He just needed more reps to improve his touch, and it's going to continue. And with Kaminga, like, again, now we're in the second half of the season, and throughout the first half of the season... The hope was that he would be able to get into games and provide you with what you saw tonight. Maybe not in every game, maybe not 25 points every game, but that ability to get downhill, that ability to play defense, stay out of foul trouble, be smart, be active, put pressure on the rim on both ends of the court. You know, he'll have up and down games because he's a 19 year old rookie, but these games, I mean, I'm sure this impressed the hell out of Steph, out of Kerr, out of the coaching staff. So you know that you can put him in for stretches and even maybe let him fight through some of his mistakes as the second half of the season goes on. 
A lot of times when a rookie makes a mistake, he gets pulled. But Kaminga's shown that he can provide more good minutes, positive minutes, than bad ones. Anyway, I'm hoping in the next game against the Timberwolves that we will get some Kaminga versus Anthony Edwards minutes. I know that, you know, Clay will be playing, and so Kaminga won't get as many minutes as he got in this one. But he might, right? He might. You know, like in my opinion, he's moved past JTA, at least for now, on the depth chart again. And if Gary Payton II doesn't play, there's some minutes right there. So we'll see how that works out. But those guys are both super athletic, and they're both really, really amazing dunkers. In the Bucks game, I said it was kind of a perfect storm. I think the word I used was perfect storm of garbage uh, because they were playing just their third game of clay and they were out of sync. No one could shoot. Steph was in a funk, still in his slump, and they didn't have Draymond. And the Bucks just jumped on them from the outset and it was pretty much over when it started. This game was a perfect storm for a blowout win. The Bulls, they were licking their wounds after getting smacked by the Nets. I feel like the Bulls aren't as self-assured as the Warriors are about how good they are in their place in the NBA hierarchy just yet. And obviously that makes sense because, you know, the Warriors core has won titles, has been the best team in the league, has the best record of all time, all that jazz. The Bulls, they were missing Alex Caruso and Derek Jones Jr. And then Zach Levine goes out with a knee injury. The dude needs an MRI. Hopefully he's okay. So there were slumped shoulders out there, the lack of effort. The Bulls were primed just to get taken advantage of in that respect. And the Warriors did. They started off hot, which is a rarity, but they were just nailing all their shots. And before you knew it, once Levine went out, it was over. And that's how it goes, right? Teams take advantage of the Warriors when they're kind of beat up and they got to do the same to other teams when the shoe's on the other foot. The NFL playoffs are here and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So they went out there. They did their job. And honestly, like it helped that they could just go back to their previous rotations more or less, right? Pool back in the starting lineup. Wiggins doing what he usually does. And... There was a lot more comfort there. Poole was five for nine from three. I mean, he only went to the free throw line once, but you can see that they didn't miss a beat. And that's totally fine, right? That's totally fine. I mean, if anyone thinks Clay is mucking this stuff up or if Clay should be coming off the bench, I think that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's great that they can fall back on what they've been doing for the past half season, but you got to get accustomed to Clay. You got to get him up to game speed and the Warriors will obviously be better for it. So things just broke right for the Warriors in this one and they put foot on the pedal. They hit the gas and done. 
you know, like they knew from experience what it was like being on the other end of that. And so they just took all their frustrations out and did it to the bulls. That adjustment period, those rough patches will still be there. They'll still be coming up. The Minnesota game is a tantalizing one because I'm sure the Warriors players are feeling a little bit better about themselves. And then Clay comes back and the Wolves, talented team, playing better than previous years. I don't think that's a team that will catch the Warriors off guard because they're aware of the talent they have on that team. And, you know, Minnesota beat the Warriors last year, albeit like it was a totally different team, but that was a surprise. And I don't think Steph or Steve Kerr, the coaching staff, will let that team come up on them again. Fingers crossed that they continue to shoot this well. You know Wiggins is going to come at this game hard. He went off against the Wolves in San Francisco, and that was the game that turned the tide. So it'll be nice to see him have a good game. Nice to see him be assertive, aggressive. And if he gets a couple poster dunks on Carl Anthony Towns again, that wouldn't be so bad either. But at the very least, I'll take the win and call that a nice weekend. So I'll catch you after the Wolves game. I'll be joined by a new guest for that post game episode. So tune in and I'll see you on the other side. All right. This has been another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check us out, oaklandwarriors.com. And be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and say nice stuff about us. That'd be awesome. Thanks. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time.